What up, ladies? How y'all doing today? I am doing so good. Oh, yeah? I'm, I've had so much caffeine, like, so ready to go. I'm, uh... Oh, are you having a rough day? Yeah. Oh, you sound like The Grumpy Monkey by Suzanne Lang. It's Sheila. And hey, Josie. everybody. This is Josie. <laughs> hey, and you have Andy, too. <laughs> you got all of us today. And this is... And this is Potheads in Training. Training. Potheads in Training. I didn't realize I was supposed to say it with you. That's okay. Sometimes we're together and sometimes we aren't. Like today. And it's okay. Uh, so, Andy... How are you doing? I'm doing good. So um, I wanted to kind of bring you a book that I saw for our little potheads in training when I was walking through Target the other day. Um, So it's a book called Grumpy Monkey, and it is by Susan Lang. But their whole reason that I liked it was because the book is like bright red, and it has this monkey giving a face like, don't mess with me on the he's front of very, it he's a very grumpy monkey and so it just kind of intrigued yeah. me because you know a lot of kids books are like just very happy and like oh look at this fairy so um i kind of wanted to see what it was <laughs> and so i glanced through it and i thought it had a cool story for y'all well i can't wait to hear it would you like for me to read it to you yes i think i would if you don't use that voice <laughs> One wonderful day, Jim Panzee woke to discover nothing was right. The sun was too bright, the sky was too blue, and the bananas were too sweet. Jim was confused. What's going on? Maybe you're grumpy, suggested Norman from next door. I'm not grumpy, Jim insisted. On his walk, he met Marabou. Jim's grumpy, Norman told Marabou. Why are you grumpy, Jim? asked Marabou. It's such a wonderful day. Grumpy? Me? I'm not grumpy, said Jim. But look at how you're standing, Marabou said. It's true, said Norman. You're all hunched. So Jim loosened up. Then he ran into Lemur. Jim's grumpy, Norman said. Why are you grumpy, Jim? asked Lemur. It's such a wonderful day. Grumpy? Me? I'm not grumpy, said Jim. Your eyebrows look a little grumpy, said (laughs) Lemur. It's true, said Norman. (laughs) They're all bunched up. So Jim raised his eyebrows. Then he tripped over Snake. Oh, no, said Norman. That's the last thing you need when you're feeling so grumpy. (laughs) Grumpy? Me? I'm not grumpy, (laughs) said Jim. Then why the frown, said Snake. I think it's because he tripped over you, Norman whispered to the snake. The Jim put on a smile. Finally, Jim looked happy, but he didn't feel happy inside. Everyone wanted Jim to enjoy this wonderful day. You should sing with us, said the birds. Jim didn't feel like singing. You should swing with us, said the monkeys. 
Jim didn't feel like swinging. You should roll with us, said the zebras. Jim didn't feel like rolling. You should stroll with us, said the peacocks. Jim didn't feel like strolling. You should lie in the grass. You should stomp your feet. You should take a bath and make a splash. You should hug someone. You should take a nap. You should eat old meat or some honey. You should jump up and down. You should sit in the sun. You should dance. But Jim didn't feel like doing any of that. Why are you grumpy, Jim? Asked the others. It's such a wonderful day. I'm not grumpy, said Jim as he beat his chest. And he stormed off, leaving all his friends behind. Jim felt sorry, a little sorry for shouting to everyone, but mostly sorry for himself. I guess I am grumpy, Jim said. And just as he was starting to feel really sad, he came upon Norman. Norman was slumped. His eyebrows were bunched. And he was frowning. What's the matter? Are you grumpy? Asked Jim. No. I dance with a porcupine. (laughs) Are you okay? Asked Jim. It hurts, but I'll feel better soon enough, said Norman. Are you still grumpy? Yes, but I'll probably feel better soon enough, too. For now, I'll be grumpy. I need to be grumpy. It's a wonderful day to be grumpy, said Norman. Jim agreed. And he already felt a little bit better. That was it. That's cute. Right? So the reason I like this is because as we were reading through it, besides the fact that it also reminds me of Josie when she's in a bad mood, (laughs) um, or people think she's in a bad mood. Rude. (laughs) No, but... It's because it basically, it kind of, it's not like one of those storybooks, it's not one of those stories where everything's resolved and everything's happy, or it's like, and then he got a hug and everything was better. It kind of shows like some days you just have bad days and it's okay. And also treat teaches kids that like, just because someone's not smiling doesn't mean that they're not going to smile tomorrow. It just means that they're having a bad day. So I do kind of like that. Right. It was cute. It was nice because, you know, there's days where we just sometimes wake up and we're just, we're not feeling good for whatever reason. It's not because we had a bad sleep or anything. We're just off kilter. We're just off. And there's times where I'm like, my child wakes up and I'm like, holy cow, what happened to you? And he's, you know, he just didn't. Have a, you know, he's just having a hard day. And we all have them. Like, you literally just wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Literally. Like Josie every other Thursday. That's not true. <laughs> you too. <laughs> no, I so wish I could see the pictures, though, because it's um, narrated by, I believe, her brother, Max. I mean, not narrated, but um, illustrated by her brother, Max, because it's dedicated to their parents. I apologize for reading into that wrong. But no, it's kind of funny because all the um, (laughs) the look that he has when he says, I'm happy now, but doesn't look happy. (laughs) 
Right. Is the third <laughs> face that I definitely had. I mean, that is the fakest smile if you've yeah. ever had a fake smile. Well, I think we we've all heard it. Like you're having a bad day and somebody's like, smile. And, and you're like, like eh. and they're like, it'll make you feel better. And it doesn't really make you feel better. Sometimes. Well, sometimes. Not all the time. But not always. But also going off of this story, how many times have we heard, especially for like little girls and, and women, like. Just smile. Just smile and make you prettier or mm-hmm. whatever. And it's like, well, why can't I just have my resting witch face? Well, I was just going to say on the opposite side of that, it's like, why are they always criticized because of resting face? Right. Why can't we, you know, it's just, we should, it, we really shouldn't like be like, oh, be, be happier, be smiley, you know, like not everybody wants to do that. Yeah. I mean, it happens to everybody. No, I mean, not as much ladies. I'm not trying to take that away, but I had a boss that literally was like, your whole face changes when you smile. You should smile more. And I'm like, I just don't like smiling at you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, honestly, I can attest to this very, very much. One of my things that makes me really mad is when people look at me and then they're like, what's wrong? She gets me what's wrong. And there's days where I'm like, there's nothing wrong. I'm not upset. Right. I'm just not my normal outgoing like super kind of like hyper self but there's absolutely zero wrong with me I'm just like content and then people who are constantly asking me like what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong is making me mad and then making me grumpy and I feel like Jim probably had the same situation or maybe he just woke up and had a day where nothing really was wrong he just was like gonna go through the day and then everybody being like why you're grumpy he's grumpy like it's just gonna make him worse and worse right that's why i said that the character reminded me of you because i've literally seen that happen to you so many times <laughs> and he's like, i don't believe that's what you meant no that is what i meant <laughs> because then by the end of the day you are pissed but you're pissed because they did that to you just the same way that he was he blew up on that page but you know what i liked about the end is Please like look at that blow up I'm not grumpy. Well, I <laughs> I do love that the one guy um, danced with the porcupine. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was going to tell y'all. Everyone needs love. So oh. when you're looking at the book, when I started going faster, when it didn't say like, and this person said it, and this person said oh, yeah, it, yeah. Kind of like all these different animals, like with the hippopotamus is taking a bath. With an otter is making a splash. A snake is hugging someone, but he's like wrapped around the rabbit. And then a hyena is the laughter. You should take a nap like an alligator. The one that cracked me up because I saw Josie's face. I didn't catch your Sheila was when I said, you should eat old meat. Because even, like, even when I read it the first time, so I was gross. like, what? Who said that? Um, A buzzard. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So that it makes, makes sense. sense, but, like, when you're reading it, it's, like, everything's, like, oh, splish flashback, has someone eat dead meat? Dead meat. Yum. Oh. Like, your child's going to be, like, who we eat? Well, I mean, we all eat dead meat, I guess, but. Well, it, old meat, sorry. Oh, old meat, yeah. But if you look down here with the porcupine, the porcupine is, like, you should just dang it. That's my cup, porcupine. And sometimes if you do the fun thing, sometimes you get bit, like Norman. 
he danced with the porcupine because he thought it'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a really optimistic way to look at that. <laughs> Sometimes you have fun. And you get hurt. Put yourself out there, kids. But what I liked about at the end, he sees that his friend is possibly grumpy or grumpy, what he thinks is grumpy. And he asks his friend and his friend's like, no, I'm just essentially hurt because I danced with a porcupine. And he just grumpy monkey or Jim, I guess I should say. He was like, I understand. And I'm I'm grumpy, but it's not so bad now. Yeah, instead of trying to change him, he just said, are you okay? Yeah, like, it was just, it was a nice, it was a nice teachable moment of, like, and the, and the thing was, is, like, Jim wasn't, like, angry and mean and left all his friends. Like, he saw his friend was still there and not doing so well, and he recognized that his friend was maybe having a hard day, too. And that shows empathy, which we need in this world right now. All we need is love. No, by myself? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so, yeah, I think it was funny. And the ending one, well, the next ending page just kind of shows them sitting on the thing, looking off, and just being kind of grumpy together. So it's not like, you know, everyone, there's that saying that says misery loves company, but it's not even like that. It's just like, it's okay to feel how you feel. Let's just sit down together and we'll already feel a bit, little better. And I love how it closes out with like, and they did. Yeah, well, and, and that's that's another thing is sometimes when you're with your people, you may have had a bad day and like your best friend will, will know to just sit with you. You don't have to say anything. You mm-hmm. don't have to do anything. But just sitting there and being in each other's company is, the Sometimes best medicine. Being, being felt and understood is what you really needed versus someone trying to make you better. Do a song and dance. Yeah. Which I'm guilty of. That's okay. Yeah, there is no need to shake your to shake your head, Josie Ann Olsen. <laughs> Josie it's Josie's like, I'm not talking anymore. <laughs> you made her mad. Are you grumpy? No, no. <laughs> and no. <laughs> no, it's not even. It's um. I'm just that, listening to you guys. That five thousand cups of coffee today are crashing down on her right now. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just listening to you guys give your thoughts on it. I do like the idea of just kind of having your person that you can just sit with and not talk to if you want to it's oh man I don't even know when I heard this it was like years ago I had heard or I told me once you know when you have a true friend when you can sit in comfortable silence and that I am very fortunate to have quite a few people in my life that I can just sit in comfortable silence with right not have to do like not have to think of the next conversation or things to say or do or or whatever because just this feeling that you have to talk all the time right and like Andy just said sometimes it's just nice to just be with somebody Josie and I crack up all the time where like even the last time she visited me it was like I realized we were sitting on my couch probably for over an hour and I don't think we had said anything to each other 
And then, like, people are always like, so what do you have planned? You got to have big plans because you're seeing each other. And we're just like, no. We're just going to see what happens. When Josie sees me or when we visit each other, we do one of two things. We sit in her living room and Facebook each other and laugh at the hilarity that we think we are. Fair. Which, it was pretty funny at the time. Or she comes and visits, like when the Olympics are happening and we sit oh there God. and what was that crazy sport we watched Curling. during the summer Olympics? Oh, we never found out what it was called. It was something like handball, like, but it wasn't just Sheila and I, it was her husband <laughs> too. Three are sitting there for a solid 45 minutes. We were talking about, let's go to dinner. Like, what are we going to eat what for dinner? What's yeah. happening? Sheila and I are both Olympic for, and Eric is too. And we were just like, oh yeah, what are we going to do? Blah, 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 you know, and all of a sudden we just <laughs> realized like 45 minutes later, we were watching this crazy game that we had never seen before. Yeah. That was kind of like racquetball, kind of like handball, kind of like polo. <laughs> But it was so funny because we just court. sat there. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah, because it was like half a court, wasn't it? Yeah. It and was it wasn't. It was half a court. It was so weird. Whatever it was. But um, we just sat there just kind of like enthralled by it. And then I remember at one other point during her visit, we sat there and we just watched them do the bicycle kind of like Tour de France, but whatever they do, you know, the, the bike race. Like we were just sitting there watching them race their Yeah. They're bikes, and I'm like, I know this really isn't that interesting, but apparently we think it is because we're watching them <laughs> pedal their bikes really hard and fast. But yeah, like I mean, it's the power of the Olympics. Power. <laughs> no, it's totally true. I mean, there have been times with both of you where we've just sat, we're just talking, we're just doing whatever. I mean, there was one point at Andy's the last time I was there that. When he was doing some of his stuff, I was reading, and it was just like, I think at one point, Andy looked at me and said, what are you reading? And I told him, and he was like, oh. Then he went back to, like, doing some work stuff or doing what he was doing. But Andy and I have learned, I think from probably second one of us made to our cities, that we were just like, don't plan anything. Mm-hmm. We're just going to do what happens, like, plan what happens. And there where we like I feel like we wasted an entire weekend but we caught up we did exactly what we wanted to do so it's right. just kind of one of those things where you just find the person you're comfortable with to just do life and whatever comes I'm not right. proud I think we slept the majority of the time we were in Louisiana I think so too leading up to our Louisiana trip we both had been working really crazy yeah. I had just gotten well, I shouldn't say just gotten a new job. I had a new job that I had been at, like, hard, like, working hard for almost a year. Like, my position had changed a little bit that summer from what it was supposed to be. And we both were just kind of at a point where we to get out. Like, we slept a lot during the day, but we went out, yeah, we went out all at night. night. But it was just one of those things where it was like, we're going to do all these things. And then we slept for, like, a five-hour nap. And we're like, oh, no, we're not. But obviously, yeah. we needed that. That's all right. Sometimes but the, you just 
And at the same time, right. But then at the same time, we did a bunch. We were out in the French Quarter. We went out with a friend of mine from years. Mm-hmm. We went to a festival. We went. Uh, we went to a museum, and I yeah, mean, we ate at the places we wanted to eat at. Those times where we were like, "All right, we're not gonna have an agenda today when we wake up, just wing it." Yeah. And then one day, Sheila and I will actually meet each other, and we'll see. So I mean, I think know. it's someday Andy and I will finally meet each other. But I have to say, I I don't think we've talked about how Andy and I, our first um kind of introduction to to each other it, it wasn't the best I actually had been going through some some of my own crap in life and Josie called me or I called her I can't remember and we're talking and when we get on the phone and talk we talk for like hours and yeah. um I think it'd been like three maybe four hours and I hear this voice say to Josie I thought we were going to Target. <laughs> and I was like, and just like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then like, I'm like, he hates me because I like kept Josie from him. <laughs> was this when I was living with you for like that hot second? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, it definitely wasn't that big of a deal. Oh, um, no. Like, Josie told me later it wasn't that big of a deal. But, like, yeah. I felt bad because that's who I am as a person that I just, I was like, oh, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, like, take you away from holding up your plans, you know. If it's anything, if it's no, anybody, it's, the, it's the Hufflepuff in you. Yes, it is, it is the Hufflepuff. But if it's anything, anybody who understands the marathon calls is definitely me. So there are moments yeah. where you're like, good lord, I'm not even going to say the amount of time we've been on the phone. I mean, we've had some friends who are like, your phone calls last longer than tour that Gilligan's Island. It was a three-hour <laughs> tour. I mean, we've had several conversations that hit three hours, and we're like, oh, I guess we should do stuff. But I think that's also a testament of everything, because even Sheila and I, when I went to go see last November for yeah. my godson's fifth birthday. Sheila and I were up almost every single night. Just talking. Just talking. These two or three because we were just talking about everything. And then we'd have our long pauses of nothing. And what I love about my friendship with Josie, because we could be talking about something, not talk about it for like 20 minutes or 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Uh-huh. And then bring it back up, and I totally know what we're talking about. I cannot do that with my husband. Like, he's, <laughs> he's like, I'll be like, well, we'll have talked about something. And then 20 minutes later, we've been talking about some other things. And then, like, something reminds me of whatever it was we were talking about 20 minutes ago. And he's, I'll, I'll like, be like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what the hell are you talking about? And I'm like what we were talking about 20 minutes ago. Yeah, the conversation wasn't over. It only paused for a new topic. He just, he's like, <laughs> yeah, basically. I can't, he's like, I can't read your mind. And I'm like, why not? You're my husband. <laughs> I mean, you'd think after um, exactly. 18 years, almost 19 years of being together that. 18, 19 years? Yeah, we got together yeah. the summer of 
2000. Dang. So it'll be 19 years this summer. I cannot believe that. That's crazy. I know. We've been, we haven't been married that long. Just four years shy of that, but still. Time flies when you're having fun. Pasha, only four years shy of that. Uh, I've only been, it's, you know, it's, we've been together almost two decades, but only been married for a quarter. Um, let's, let's see. Um, so if you take that four years that they were, <laughs> and then you add that to the years after that four years, I have not been married for 18 years. <laughs> Like, if you think about it, you could have a grumpy monkey in college if y'all would have had a baby when you first met. Uh, yeah, that would, that would have been really terrifying to have a child at that point in my life because I was a child. I mean, that's fair. I'm just saying, like, that's... Oh, no. Trust me, it doesn't... It. I, I mean, I have people that are my friends or people I went to high school with that have 18-year-olds... And I'm like, holy cow! And then I have people that are, that have so, grand that are you know yeah. grandmas, and I'm Grandkids, like, and I'm like, excuse me, mentally gonna be great <laughs> yeah. to say this, but mentally I'm still in my early twenties. That's all right. I I uh, I don't feel like I'm. In terms of my disposition, not actual knowledge. Right? I, well, and that's the thing, and that's the thing about time is like just my this is, knowledge is that of an eighty-year-old man. <laughs> my disposition is that of a twenty-year-old man. But this is something Josie and I have actually talked about is like time, where we're like a few years ago, and it was when we were in college, and that wasn't a few years ago, that was eighteen years ago. <laughs> she just came, yeah. We're all date. I just dated both of them. I know. She, she likes to do that to me all the time. But you don't look a day over 20. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. I moisturize daily. <laughs> do you exfoliate too? I exfoliate so hard. <laughs> Remember, this is for the potheads in training, the young kids. So she's just talking about cleaning her skin. <laughs> just cleaning her skin. That's all. <laughs> But someday, children, you will understand the importance of moisturizer and exfoliating. And buffing. And buffing. Isn't buffing and exfoliating? <laughs> I just wanted to say it. Okay. <laughs> that was like your nail. Because <laughs> no, because no, I was gonna. Ne- well, you know, adult um, adult themes. I decided to bring it back and not finish the song. <laughs> All right, kids. Um, we apparently can't be adults oh, around children, so or ever. <laughs> ever. Ever. No, we can. Um, we can. No, I think that was that's a really uh, good book. I know. It was a cute book. Thank you for sharing it. Yeah. Who's picking the next one? Josie. I picking the and I don't know what it is yet. I keep going back and forth between a couple things because that's what you do. Absolutely loved the Berenstain Bears growing yeah. up, mm-hmm. and so part really wants to share the very first Berenstain Bears book I got, and it was in one of those grade school book fairs, and I I was in first grade when I got it. 
So part of me wants to share that. And then part of me actually kind of heard by my friend who just had a baby. I kind of want to read her favorite kids book that she has. So I'm trying to decide between a couple, couple of them. Well, you better hurry up and decide, because... Sheila's going to give you a deadline. I'll give you a deadline. Hey, you told me uh, you a deadline. <laughs> I did. Oh, Andy, you have you have no, no idea how lucky you were. You sent those pictures. <laughs> Sheila and I had a whole plan. <laughs> we had a whole plan. We'll get into it later. We'll get into it later. We'll talk about it later. I will be picking the next book for this segment, and... I read tons of books when I was little. I do like this this little segment. And I um I would love to see the Berenstain Bears come back, make a comeback. So Dash, that might be it, but I don't know. Dash used to watch it on the TV show that or TV station mm-hmm. that he used to watch. It was Sprout right. slash Universal Kids or something like that. He loved it. Yeah. I loved them. I, yeah, I loved bears, and so that was one of my favorite things. I love bears. Sorry. What? The bears. The bears. I love bears. Oh, that's too soon, Andy. Too soon after that field goal. (laughs) Being as somebody from Chicago, I feel need to say that. Until next time. (laughs) All right. Oh, sorry. We don't know what we're doing anymore. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, (laughs) for joining us. For potheads and training. Potheads and uh, training. Keep an eye out for our announcement of what our next potheads and training book will be, which Miss Josie will be announcing at some point. And um, yeah. I think that is it. Yes. Yeah. So thank you for coming and reading with us. Oh, we forgot to tell them all our special information. You can find us on Facebook at Potheads. (laughs) All that important information. Uh, You can find us on Facebook. All the important stuff. (laughs) It's our first um, day. At Potheads You Read, a podcast. Potheads You Read. Potheads You Read on Instagram. And our our email is potheadsyoureed at gmail.com. And you can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and Podbean. And those are all the platforms we are on right now that you can listen to us. Eventually, someday, we will be on more. Yes. But thank you for joining us. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.